0: wait another moment to start your learning journey with Masterclass. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Liz. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Liz. masterclass.com slash Liz. Okay, what did you guys do this weekend? Mm, you want to know what I did? I spent the past weekend in Omaha, Nebraska. After a three year pandemic induced hiatus, billionaire Warren Buffett, Omaha's own, and his vice chair sidekick, Charlie Munger, once again invited every single shareholder of their company, Berkshire Hathaway, to come for. You know what? It's crazy. It's a grand old party weekend. Per tradition, 91-year-old Warren Buffett and his 98-year-old Charlie Munger buddy sat on stage for five hours, and what they do is they, they munch on boxes and boxes of C's peanut brittle because they own C's. I think I lost count after three boxes. They literally eat boxes of this stuff, downing cherry Cokes and answering shareholder questions. But the number one reason close to, I don't know, 40,000 people descend from around the world to make that pilgrimage to Omaha is because Buffett and Munger are arguably the greatest investors of our time. And during this meeting, what they do is they reveal How they've done it, how their stock over the past 57 years has clocked annualized returns of 20%, and what they love and what they hate. Okay, by the way, speaking of what they dislike, always, for example, Buffett has always said gold is a useless investment. He says it doesn't do anything, it's useless, forget it. That has certainly Annoyed, one of the biggest gold bugs in the world, Peter Schiff of Euro-Pacific. But this weekend, the two sides, Buffett and Schiff, got on the exact same page about Bitcoin. Here's what Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger said as they tripled down on their hate of the cryptocurrency. Listen.
1: Now, if you told me you owned all of the Bitcoin in the world and you offered it to me for $25, I wouldn't take it.
0: In my life, I try and avoid things that are stupid and evil and make me look bad in comparison with somebody else. And Bitcoin does all three. It's stupid because it's very likely to go to zero. The same way it's evil because it undermines the Federal Reserve System and the national currency system which we desperately need. to. Maintain its integrity and government control and so on. And third, it makes us look foolish compared to the communist leader in China. He was smart enough to ban Bitcoin in China. (laughs) Okay. And just so you guys know, right after that, Buffett knew that we have the... the famed Bitcoin believers who would absolutely go nuts over this. So he said, and for those of you who are upset about this, just remember, Charlie spoke last because he didn't want to be attacked because he's been attacked in the past. In fact, let's bring in Peter Schiff of Euro Pacific Capital, who has been on the same page about Bitcoin. Peter, it's so interesting because you love gold. Buffett does not. But this time you guys are in agreement about Bitcoin. What did you make about what Charlie and Warren said?
1: Well, first of all, I mean, I agree with their sentiment that it's likely to go to zero. And if you buy it, you're you're foolish. I don't think the government should outlaw it. I mean, there's a lot of things that the Chinese government might do that I don't think we should do in a free country. I mean, people have a right to lose their money. Now, I do think there's a lot of fraud in crypto and Bitcoin. And so I think people who are fraudulently inducing others to by bitcoin uh that may be criminal conduct and there may be some prosecutions and i'm sure after this bubble completely collapses and you have millions and millions of people who have been wiped out uh there are ultimately going to be a lot of fingers being pointed and who knows maybe there will be some prosecutions i mean we didn't have a lot of uh, prosecutions when the the bubble popped in 2008 with Mm -hmm. the financial crisis Uh, So who knows? But, you know, the politicians always look to blame others and, you know, they could have acted preemptively at least to, you know, have stronger warnings uh, against, uh, you know, throwing away your money. It's, you know, Bitcoin is great for the people who got in early and who are cashing out now. I mean, that's why Bitcoin is down uh, pretty substantially over the last year and a half. You know, despite massive money spent pumping it up, it's because all the people spending money to pump it are dumping it. And it's being bought by uh, retail investors. Uh, Now you have celebrities, you know, athletes, pop singers uh, promoting it because they're really trying to sucker in more and more people because, you know, that's how uh, pyramid schemes work. You know, it's it's ironic because if if I if I had an old fashioned chain letter and, you know, I, I, I put something in the mail. And I said, hey, every, you know, send me some money and then send it to the next guy. That's actually illegal. Chain letters are illegal in the United States. Well, you know, Bitcoin is like a blockchain letter. I mean, there's really no difference. It's just, you know, higher technology. But it's the same principle. Uh, and uh, and so, you know, people are going to lose a lot of money. And, and these guys are 100 percent right about that. Now, I disagree with Munger in that, you know, we need to preserve the integrity of the Federal Reserve System, There is no integrity to preserve. I mean, I'd like to end the current Federal Reserve System. I'd like to go back to a gold standard uh, and get off this fiat monetary system that we're on. And that is where I have some disagreement with, with Buffett because gold is money. Gold has preserved its value over time. It hasn't grown in value because it's not an investment. But when you're talking about money, you're talking about preservation of purchasing power over time, not growth. And gold does that. Gold fulfills that. And I know Warren Buffett knows that because he has correctly described inflation as a government tax. He once wrote an article about the U.S. and called it squanderville. And he referred to U.S. dollars as squander bucks. So I know if you gave (laughs) Warren Buffett a choice, right, if you said Warren and you know him, you can ask him this question. If you had to bury U.S. dollar bills or gold coins in a box and you couldn't dig them up for 10 years, what would you bury? he would pick okay. coal, okay. hands down.
0: All right. Well, you know, staying on the Bitcoin theme, Bitcoin versus everything. He yeah. and Charlie Munger are are actually I could tell quite worried about what will eventually happen and that's the bubble bursting as you as you say going down to zero. But at the same time, Peter, and I've watched this over several years because I've been covering Bitcoin and and, you know, the the twins, right? The Winklevoss twins uh, who are very involved yeah, yeah. in Ethereum. I look yeah. at them and, and they're very smart guys. And you have a younger group of people now, huge, going into cryptocurrency. And it's, it almost feels like, if I'm looking at it from the other side, like the early years of the internet where elderly people were saying, oh, that newfangled internet, that's nothing that's going to go away. And sure enough, it did not.
1: Right. But remember, a lot of people lost money on dot-com stocks. So that that happened. The vast majority of dot-com stocks went to zero. The difference is all the cryptocurrencies are going to zero. None of them are going to survive. I mean, people try to pretend that Bitcoin is the next Amazon or something like that. Well, even Amazon is having problems now, but it's not Amazon. It doesn't generate any income it's not an actual business it's not a commodity like gold i mean it doesn't have any use i mean gold has a lot of use look i'm wearing i'm wearing a gold watch right i mean you know i have a i have a gold ring on you know you probably have some gold i mean people use gold nobody is wearing their bitcoin you know you can't use bitcoin to conduct electricity you use a lot of electricity to make bitcoin Mm -hmm. but then once you make the bitcoin you got nothing left you know, so gold can conduct electricity. You need gold to make Bitcoin. That's the crazy part about it. So th- th- they need to be worried because a lot of young people are gonna lose a lot of money. It's gonna be very unfortunate. Now, it's better that young people lose money than old people because when old people lose money, they tend to lose a lot more and they have no time to make it back. Right. So hopefully these young kids who are losing money are gonna learn a valuable lesson that may be worth more than the money they lose. And maybe when they get older and they start you know, using real money, uh they'll 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 make wiser decisions and i think it's interesting how all these young people you know they call me a boomer right like i don't know anything like you know like i haven't been around they're the ones that don't know anything because they haven't been around they don't have any experience it's like everybody says, you know we people like you know you know spencer people tell me i should listen to my son spencer Why? He never had a job. He should listen to me. I've been around a lot longer than he has. But, you know, every generation thinks their parents are idiots, right? They don't know anything. Like, they're doing it all over for the first time. So, you know, they'll learn their lesson. But, you know, Liz, the big problem is this whole crypto industry that has evolved and all these companies that have borrowed money and hired workers, they're all going to zero. All these companies are going out of business. Look at the crypto stocks right now. They're getting obliterated. The worst performing stocks are any stocks associated with crypto, Blockchain, Bitcoin, they're actually weaker than the tokens themselves. Well, and that that's really true. And shows you what's happening.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, I would say, though, that, you know, you talk about getting in early. I remember when Bitcoin was at 300 bucks. That was many years ago. And, you know, mid 2000s, I want to say. 12, I, I remember when it was three bucks. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) So if you got in early, great, because it's trading anywhere between 38,000, 39,000 at the moment. But the high was 69,000. So I know that there are issues here, but it is an asset that people trade and assign value to. And people are using Bitcoin, are accepting Bitcoin for payment, Peter.
1: There it is barely used. Almost all of the use for Bitcoin is trading. I mean, there's a small uh, percentage of transactions that have something to do with payment. But as a payment mechanism, it's very inefficient. You know, it doesn't make sense. That's why they came up with this digital gold narrative that, well, you use other cryptos for payment. You just hold on to Bitcoin because it's digital gold, except it's not digital gold. I mean, it's not a digital version of gold. It doesn't even trade like gold. It's actually inversely correlated. You can almost tell what Bitcoin's going to do on a given day by looking at gold. Like gold is up today, I think. So that probably means Bitcoin is down. I mean, you don't even have to know. You can just, it's the opposite of gold. But of course, it has none of gold's physical properties. So it's not digital gold. It's, it's just a token. You know, you can pretend, you know, it is whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But sure, people can trade it but you're trading something with no underlying value. Let now, me why do people, Let me a finish point. Okay. Why, why do people buy it? They buy it because they think the price is going to go up. So as long as people think the price is going to go up, people will buy it. Well, what happens when people stop thinking that? Well, they don't want to buy it anymore. And now it goes to zero.
0: Like houses during the housing bubble. Eventually people stopped wanting to buy houses or they couldn't because of the but, implosion.
1: But at a price a house will always find a buyer True, because a house, you know, you can live in it. And even if the house itself is dilapidated, it's a teardown. The land that the house is sitting on has value. It's just a question of price. But Bitcoin has no value the minute people don't believe it's going to go up because people are not necessarily buying houses to make money, even though some people were. Certainly during the housing bubble, people thought they were going to get rich buying houses. But there are still people who need houses. They provide shelter. You just can't live out in the rain. You need to be warm. You need a place to sleep. You need a place to shower. So people will always need houses. People will always need gold. There's always going to be an electronic industry. There's always going to be a jewelry industry. But nobody will need Bitcoin because nobody needs it now.
0: This is Everyone Talks to Liz, and we'll be right back. Don't wait another moment to start your learning journey with Masterclass. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Liz. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Liz. masterclass.com slash Liz. I want to go back to Warren Buffett and how he views gold, because some of our listeners may not know this, but this goes back decades. Buffett calls gold an unproductive asset, which he's defined sort of as assets that will never produce anything, but that are purchased in the buyer's hope that someone else who also knows that these assets will forever be unproductive will pay more for them in the future. He goes on to say, if you had all the gold in the world put into a giant cube— Worth, at the time, this was 2011, $9.6 trillion. He said, it will do nothing. And then he quipped, you can fondle the cube, but it will not respond. <laughs> Classic Buffett. But what do you say to that? Well, of
1: course, it's a nonproductive asset. It's a commodity. Oil isn't productive. Yes, it uh, wheat, is. It soybeans. goes
0: right into people's engines and it drives the energy that's needed to make other right. things.
1: Yes, but gold is used in the same way. Gold is a metal. You know, they recently sent this big uh, telescope into space and they coated all of the mirrors with gold because gold was the best metal to use to withstand the elements of space. So gold is gold is in every computer chip. Gold is in most dentistry. Gold is obviously the number one metal in jewelry. Why are people making jewelry out of gold instead of some other metal? Because gold does a better job as functioning for jewelry. So it's a commodity. It doesn't produce any income. But what it does is preserve its value, especially when you have a lot of inflation. Because gold, one thing about gold that's different from other commodities is it doesn't tarnish, it doesn't rot, it doesn't decay. So if I have gold, and, I, and 100 years from now, it's exactly the way it was when, when I put it in, that ho- in, that, in the ground. Correct. Well, what if there's a lot of inflation? And the cost of wheat is going up, the cost of corn is going up, the cost of copper is going up, the cost of oil is going up. And I know I'm going to need to buy all these things in the future. I mean, I can't just buy them all right now and and, and use them in a year or five years or 10 years. I mean, the stuff can spoil. Uh, and, or it could be too bulky, I don't have any place to put it. So what I can do is I can buy a different commodity that's easy to store and that will last indefinitely so I don't have to worry about it losing value over time, to, you know, to decay or whatever, I can buy gold. gold. Okay. and then In the future, I can go out and buy the things that I need like food and energy. But if I just have US dollars and there's massive inflation, those dollars could buy nothing. I have no ability to buy anything. Gold is never going to be worthless because gold is a metal that has value.
0: So our listeners are saying, wow, this this guy makes sense. He makes sense. And then they listen to Buffett and they say Buffett makes sense, particularly depending on which side they feel is important for the future of Bitcoin. So talk to our listeners if they said, well, What's the problem with maybe just taking a little corner of my portfolio and investing in, I don't know, maybe ether, Bitcoin, XRP, who you know Doge. You got Elon Musk promoting Doge, which is is under a dollar. I mean what would you say to them?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, the vast majority of my personal portfolio is invested in stocks that Warren Buffett would probably buy himself. such as I, I like value, I like dividends. Uh, I'm not a, a you know a momentum guy chasing overpriced stocks, hoping that somebody else will pay more. I'm doing the same type of analysis that Buffett does, and, I, uh, and and difference is most of what I own is international. Some of what Buffett owns is international, but he's still more heavily weighted to the United States than I am because mm-hmm. I am more pessimistic on the the outlook for the U.S. than Buffett. Uh, but you know, I don't want to keep all my money in a non-productive asset like gold. I want to invest in productive assets like stocks that pay dividends or I have some real estate. But for the money that I don't want to invest in stocks and real estate, money I want to keep liquid in case I get better opportunities to buy those assets at cheaper prices, I want to keep my powder dry in gold. Because if I keep my powder dry in dollars, it may end up being all wet. That is the problem when you have a, a, a fiat currency, but as far as the idea that hey, maybe I should just buy some Bitcoin or Ether or any of these other, you know, there's there's over nineteen thousand cryptocurrencies to choose from, which lets you know how ridiculous it is. There's no scarcity there when there's over nineteen thousand of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but people say hey, you know, just you know, buy some just in case, you know, maybe it'll go up. Put a little bit of money in. I see no reason to do that because I just think I'd be wasting my money at this point. The easy money has been made. Uh, the guys that got in are trying to get out. I know that. I mean, you know, I'm in Puerto Rico. You you know, you, you see where I, you know, where, where I live here. When, when, when I bought my house in Puerto Rico, I paid the highest price ever for a house in my neighborhood. It was okay, like $5. L- L- let me dollars. stop you there. Let that me, me, that no, no no no, no,
0: no, 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 my show. I want our okay. listeners to know that's how successful Peter has become trading and investing the way he has. And and we also went to high school together, so we're like scrappy brother and sister. That's why we argue. Okay, now you get to go, Peter.
1: Yeah. So I paid the five and a half million. So three houses have just sold on my same street. You know, it says like it's a round street. Two for one, two for forty million, and one for thirty-six million. There's another one on the market for thirty-seven. So that's kind of the price point now. Mm-hmm. All these houses are being bought by crypto guys. Every one. Wow. I don't know who else has this kind of crazy money to pay this much for a house. But these guys are cashing out. I mean, how are they getting $40 million to buy a house? They are selling their cryptocurrency. So the, you guys that are buying now, that's what you're doing. You're allowing guys that got in early to cash out and pay $40 million. And by the way, some of these guys are showing up with mega yachts, private jets. I mean, and these are this is what's going on. They're cashing you know, out. Because, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why, look at what's happened over the last year, year and a half. Turn on any uh, business channel. It's nonstop crypto commercials. Go to these financial uh, shows. They keep interviewing crypto people, crypto people. All these conferences, one after another. Big conference, big conference. You got El Salvador making it legal tender. As I said earlier, you got all these celebrities pumping it up on their Instagram or TikTok. I mean, yet the price is going down. Why? Why is it going down? All this money spent to promote it. All these people buying it. Because people are selling more than half the people who own Bitcoin are losing money. So forget about Mm. the people that got in 10 years ago. That's irrelevant (laughs) to the people who have been buying the last couple of years. They are down and they're going to be down a lot more once we get the next crash.
0: Peter Schiff. And I'm going to pull a Warren Buffett and say, if if you don't like this point of view, remember, it was Peter who spoke (laughs) last, not me. (laughs) Peter, thank you so much for joining us on Everyone Talks to Liz. Thanks for having me on. Listen, uh, the ones that we do with you... Come back and
1: visit us again.
0: I want to. The ones that we do with you are often among our most popular. People either love you or love to hate you. Uh, Peter Schiff, great to have you. Thank you so much. And everybody, so we, uh, I think we at The Claim and Countdown have taken a very, very um, fair view of cryptocurrency, its growth, its fits and starts. So I hope you watch Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox Business.